Welcome to the Spike Feed, your leading Magic the Gathering podcast. What is happening? My name is Curtis. I am one of your hosts. On the air with me, as usual, Dustin. Dustin, how are you, sir? I'm doing all right. He's aight. Cameron is our producer. He's on the line as well. Cameron, say hello. What's up, man? Every time, I think, next week, we're going to have time to talk about other things, to navel gaze, <laughs> if you will. But like the news the just keeps upcoming coming. upcoming Magic the Gathering movie? <laughs> yeah. We haven't ever talked about the MTG movie. We haven't talked about uh, the little uh, toys that are coming out, the legacy toys where okay. you can get a nice. Jace. Yeah. What was so so slow down here, slow down here. Let's go back to <laughs> navel gazing. Is, is navel gazing like watching the like the the navy out in the ocean, or are you just like checking out girls' midriffs and bikinis? It's more like you're, a bunch never of mind, dude. You never know. Oh. It's more introspective. You'll see whenever we get to next winter, and we have nothing to talk about. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. And I will okay, illustrate so, it for you then. There's a magic movie. Seriously. <laughs> No, we're not doing this. We're not talking about the magic movie. I never even it's heard about it. It's not happening. This. I didn't even know it existed. Not on my watch. Wow. Not on my watch. And they're really making toys, too. Wow. So we like to start off every show <laughs> with a bunch of negative, Including our 25th show, talking about girls' belly buttons and toys. Uh, actually, what we like to talk <laughs> about is uh, what, we, what we did this week, what we played, et cetera, et cetera. So... Um, Dustin, I'll start with you. Did you play any this week? Did you trade? What did you do? I, I did not. It was Valentine's Day, so I went out and bought a bunch of dual lands. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to you. Yeah. Uh. How many How many dual lands did you purchase? Let's just put a number on it. It, it was only seven this time. It was only seven this mm. time. But that's where you like your money to go right now, right? Look at the growth of those things. Yeah. I know it makes Cameron sad. Yeah. But, jeez. So Cameron... Did you play this week? I did, yeah. I um, drafted Born of the Gods uh, and did a heck of a lot better drafting than I did Sealed when we had the pre-release party a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So uh, I did a Wednesday night draft, went three and run one, and uh, drafted a red-green deck um, just because pack one, opened it up, it's Zanagos, God of Rebels. And I'm like, heck yeah, I am so playing this. I mean, honestly, green red seems to be the best deck from what I can tell. The only deck, the only game that or um, matchup that I lost was against a mirror match that had a red green sort of thing going on as well. So this means you prized, you got money. Uh yeah, I got three pri prize packs, which was awesome. Nice, and uh, cracked those open and got some other decent cards. Um, nothing that I would say is like total money, but I did get like a. Blue Eye Scryland and um, a couple other things and yeah overall it was a it was a good night. Um, I was playing against I think some really awful players, which is always <laughs> good in my play <laughs> in my favor. Uh, but um, I mean just guys who are just making really stupid mistakes. Where uh, I'm trying to think of like what the setup was. So I had. A Snake of the Golden Grove out, which I don't know if you know. This is a four plus a green, uh, and it has the tribute. So it either gets the three plus one plus one counters on it, or it gets four life, right? right. And the guy is like, uh, you know what? I want you to have the plus one plus one counters on that while my freaking Xenagos is out there. So the creature just ends up being like this giant bomb 
the turn like at that wow. turn and I just win the game, right? I mean, just like really bad mistakes on this on on that sort of uh on that sort of level. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, it was Cameron, awesome. Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I just thought it was a bad mistake on his part, but whatever. Right. Yeah, you kind of have to absorb those your enemies' mistakes. One thing that I really struggle with is not pointing it out when it's happening, how bad it is, right? right? Yeah. Because, yeah. and I know you watched that one F&M with me whenever the guy thought sees me and took away the most ridiculous. I mean, I just, I can't, I can't maintain <laughs> a poker face. It's a big problem for me. Now, I will say, Cameron, and Dustin, you're not on Twitter, so you didn't see this happen. It was so obvious that Cameron was just pumped out of his skull. So okay. he goes home, gets on Twitter, and he's like, Xenagos is going to be a bomb in all formats. <laughs> all Right formats? on Twitter, man. All, all formats. I mean, Did I don't say know. all formats? I think I just meant standard and draft. Or <laughs> yeah, <limit>. okay. <laughs> no, dude, well, I don't know that it's been broken in vintage yet, but yeah, it, in theory. It's hilarious. <laughs> I just was so high on that card. I loved it. I just wanted to respond back to you with, go home, Cameron, you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. But you got those prize packs, and you know oh, you just couldn't contain yourself. Packs. It was great. All right, yeah. so, so what did you open out of the prize packs? Uh, a Temple of Enlightenment. Okay. Um, like a phoenix. What You know what the it flame is. Wreath the flame wreath phoenix. Flame wreath phoenix. Okay. And actually, I was really happy to get like two searing, uh, what are they searing called? Blood. Searing bloods, which Cheese I'm going to be... Yeah, I'm totally putting those in my uh, my red white Boros deck. So. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So here's what I did. I meant to go draft. I went out drafting, and like a true guy that's been married for like a decade, mm -hmm. you know, my wife was working Valentine's <laughs> Day, so I show up to the shop to draft. I'm like, okay, guys, I'm here to draft. No one is there, right? Like tumbleweeds <laughs> are going through the store. Right. Um, so I actually just watched a little standard and. You know, managed to stay awake through the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, dude, it was, I watched a um, like a mono black mirror match or something. It was just misery. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, chatted with some of the guys about what they thought. And, you know, Born of the Gods doesn't seem to be making that big of an impact. I can't tell if it's because Kiora and especially Bramaz are hard to get your hands on. Um, Kiora, I, I've seen plenty of those floating around. Bramaz is still kind of dried up, so I'm not sure about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, again, this is anecdotally me just one night. Uh, so I went home and I went to... Do you guys know what the gold queues are on Magic Online? No, sir. No. They are uh, two-man queues. So you, I played some modern. I wanted to kind of get a feel for what people are testing. I thought maybe a few people that were um, testing for the Pro Tour would be in the gold queues. Um, and basically, you just pay two tickets in. You play one match, and the winner gets a pack. The loser gets nothing, obviously. So you can kind of get a nice little high level of competition. I wouldn't say high, but, you know, better than the tournament practice room. And um, I played Blue Red Delver, which I thought was one of the best decks in the format. Uh, it's not anymore because of the existence of Zoo. It's just such a wretched huh. matchup. Uh, Wild Nakatl decks just ripped that thing to shreds, and a lot of people were testing Zoo. Um, Makes sense. And then, like I do, I audibled to Storm and just went, you know? It was just like an afternoon of storming people out. And <laughs> sometimes I won, sometimes I lost. It didn't matter. I just felt so good. There's something really, really, really special about making someone watch me click like 30 times, you know? <laughs> um, so I want to jump right into news because we've got so many different things to talk about. And Dustin, mm -hmm. let's start with uh, speculating about From the Vault's Annihilation. Okay. Okay? 
So from the vaults, obviously make a much bigger splash in terms of, you know, finance and card availability. They don't really affect the competitive scene really at all. Right. Um, because they're always reprints. So the question I have for you is, what do you think of this set? What do you think about what might be in it? That kind of thing. Well, if it's anything like the last couple from the vaults, it's just going to get to the point where, I mean, they say it's extremely limited, but if you look at from the vault 20, like almost everything in there is just worth nothing, right? Um, stuff like the green sun Zenith in there is worth less than a non-foil green sun Zenith. Um, there's a bunch of $2 cards out of there. It's just really, really daunting that, you know, these things are speculated to be something that you can get, hold your value, or, you know, you end up paying $100, $150 for it out the gate and everything just keeps dropping in them, right? Yeah, I'd be interested to know what 20 is worth now. Because, I mean, the Swords to Plowshares is worth like 15, right? Th that one's up the there Jace a little bit. Like to Turok's up there a little bit, and then there's Jace. And everything else is, you know, not very expensive at all. Um, not even the Thran Dynamo? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> um, anyway, keep going. Okay, so with this set, I'm expecting, you know, stuff like Wrath of God, Damnation... You know stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. That being, said, I think Damnation's almost a lock because that thing, right, needs to be reprinted pretty bad, right? And it shouldn't hurt the value of Damnation too much. I mean, it had a promo and it's still holding thirty five dollars, you know, altogether. Um, Wrath of God, if it gets put in there, it's going to be worthless. I mean, there's how many versions of Wrath of God plus promos? Um, mm -hmm. I think you know some of the more interesting things that we can get in here would be like Cataclysm. You mm -hmm. know, um, I. I can't see them putting uh, Navinirol's disc in there because that was already in. Uh, was that Relics? Yeah, it was. It's been printed before. It was new artwork. I know right, that. Right. So I can't see that coming into another from the vaults. Um, I don't know. What about what about some of the things that like aren't necessarily specific wrath effects? You know, um, things like a World Gorder Dragon could be you know theoretically an annihilation right. type card. Right. You know what I mean? They might go outside of that box a little bit. Right. Well. I've seen on a lot of forums people talking about like maybe Magus of the Disc or some people talking about Eldrazi's being put in there because they have Annihilator, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. From the way the announcement reads, to me it sounds like it's just going to be big board sweeps. So, you know, um, Armageddon, stuff like that. All his dust will probably be in there. The <clears throat> the old Red Wrath from, was it Ice Age? that got rid of everything but enchantments? Uh, Jokulhops. Yeah, yeah, that that seems like that's something that could be in there. I don't know if that's on the reserve list. I don't think it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of options uh, and a lot of just oddities, I guess. But if we see... Is there any money card that could be in there? I mean, that's like the real question. I mean, Damnation's like the closest the Damnation thing, right? Damnation right now seems like the money card, right? Um, Force of Will. <laughs> Wasteland. <laughs> any of the dual lands. Right. You know, I'll take all of those. If, if you know, I open it up and I get four of those, thanks. Right. right. Now, I was actually thinking Wasteland, you know, because you're annihilating another land, but it doesn't fit the, you know, destroying a bunch of things at once, Bill. But it would be really nice sure. if it was in there, right? Um, I mean, if they went with a land, maybe Dust Bowl, maybe Port. Um, Port certainly needs a reprint, right. but I don't know. If, I don't think Port's on the reserve list. I'd have to look, but... I don't think it is. Um, I think you know, it's too new. I want to transition this, Cameron, a little bit. You You brought up some other things. Um, that we might see in this other thing uh, that's called Conspiracy. So here's what we know about Conspiracy, all right? It is a draftable format. There are $4 booster packs, mm -hmm. okay? 
200 some odd cards, 60 of which are new. Okay, 60 some odd. Uh, I don't have exact numbers. This is great broadcasting on my part, by the way. Of course. And, um, you know, you get to draft it, and then the pod kind of slices in half, and then you play with three to four players within that pod. Now, here's what's really unusual about that announcement. They say, this set will not be available on Magic Online. However, some of these cards will be available in Vintage Masters. So that tells me that there are going to be some legacy-style cards in this or big-name reprints. Because if you think about it, a three- or four-player game, that's the most fair environment for them to reprint Wasteland, right? Yeah. Oh, Dustin's scoffing at me here. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's not that. It's it's the fact that they're making a Vintage Masters, right? <laughs> <laughs> And we've taken a left turn. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm like totally, I'm like totally going off track here. And it, it really makes me wonder. It's like, why are we getting a vintage masters instead of just a legacy masters? A lot of stuff. Well, vintage that... masters is only Magic Online. Oh, okay. So this isn't okay. Never mind then. Conspiracy is physical. On. Moving on. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> but there's got to be some legacy cards in there, and this is what's going to be crazy. Is like me, Mister. I hate multiplayer Magic and will never show up to one. Right, as soon as you put Wasteland or Force of Will or a legacy level card that we don't know exists yet, I'm gonna show up to this pre release. Right. You know? Yeah, no kidding. So Dustin, what do you think this will do? What would a, a box of conspiracy go for if it had a wasteland or you said how many cards Force are of Will in the pack? In it? They're fifteen card booster 15. packs. Okay, so it's like regular mm-hmm. style. If something legacy shows up in this, like a wasteland or something like that. I mean, it can't just be one card, right? You'd think there'd be like at least two playable cards, but I could see packs instantly going for at least six, seven bucks maybe. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, even boxes trying to sell out for 150s. I don't think it would go yeah, crazy just... like Modern Masters, because Modern Masters had a lot more cards that was um, higher on the rung, right? Right, I right. I, I think... It's one of those things that if, if those cards are in there and speculators kind of get their hooks into this, it might be a hard thing to find. Right. But there is going to be a pre-release. It is in June. Um, so we'll check it out. So this, um, is, anyway. this is interesting. It says, so you were talking 65 new cards in Conspiracy. 52 of the new cards will be legal in Legacy and Vintage. 13 cards will not. So is that stuff that would be on like a banned list? That's being, I don't know. Well, that's that's new cards. So why are, the, why are there 13 new cards not playable? I think we've just cracked something. They're bringing back Auntie. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that's just really weird. No, I don't right? know. Yeah, they might be very, very multiplayer specific. Like that example card where it's like, you know, you can switch it with the card that you draft or whatever. Right. You know, who knows how that'll all work in terms of other formats. But so far, every commander card, every plane chase card basically has been legal and legacy right. and vintage. And if something like this, this Cogwork Librarian that you're talking about was, I mean... If you were to play it in an older format, it would just be four for a three-three. His whole draft thing just like it'd be blank. To me, anyway. I mean, why say you can't play it when you just have a four for three-three body, right? Right now, hey, I want—I hate to go too far off the reservation, but I do think uh, from a product level, this is a great product idea. We don't know what's going to be in the set, yeah. But you know, Commander is such a intimidating entry point for someone that's getting started in magic, right? And if you want to have a bunch mm-hmm. of friends over and you could just that play Dominion or Carcassonne or whatever, 
like maybe conspiracy is a really good entry level thing for them, right? right. That would be totally. nice. Yeah. Um, maybe Cameron, you can rope your wife into playing at that pre-release something like this maybe if anything if, if it means me getting more wastelands then yes i will do that <laughs> that's all you're in it for the marriage everything just get it, more exactly. wastelands right. yeah it was part right of let's our vows i'm sure yeah <laughs> uh okay let's take a quick break let's come back and talk about the upcoming pro tour so pro tour born of the gods is this coming weekend, for us, uh, we'll be at SCG St. Louis um, and not watching, really, the Pro Tour. But we wanted to kind of talk about it in terms of the fantasy draft. Now, people that followed the Pro Tour, I guess it would have been last year, know that there was a fantasy draft that Wizards sponsored. They're not doing it this year, but we are going to do it. Yeah. Right? Love it. So here's the deal, gentlemen. We're going to be at Star City Games St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, the winner... The winner doesn't have to pay for coffee on Sunday, right? That's it. It's bought by the yeah. two losers. That's, that's, that's it. I like it. <laughs> Would you rather it be lunch, Dustin? Lunch sounds better. You know, All right, lunch. get a whole meal out lunch. of the deal, right? And it doesn't have to get be a something whole me- super fancy. It doesn't have to be Coffee is a whole meal to me. Well, <laughs> I drink coffee like twice a year, so that's not a prize. Wow. I think this explains Shame, why you're very, very sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what you're saying anyway. is I need the caffeine out of the coffee so I can get a Twitter account and start tweeting so often because I'm like just buzzed all day. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And then you can yeah. go on there and talk about uh, Xenagos as, as it relates to Legacy. <laughs> right. No, every format. Every format Shut ever. Up. Dude, once you get Xenagos at, equipped with a JIT, it's over. No, no, think about it, dude. Think what? about it. So Xenagos is out. You show and tell your Emrakul. Oh, my God. He's a 30-30, right? <laughs> exactly. Game over that much sooner, Dustin. Oh, that's so amazing. <laughs> All right. So we've got a few categories. We're just going to go right through them. Cameron, we're yeah. going to start with land. I, I gave you this assignment the other night. I was like, here, know what cards you're going to talk about. And then you thought I was talking about standard or something? I, I don't know what I was thinking. I, I just thought, okay, we're talking Born of the Gods cards because it's Born of the Gods Pro Tour. Pro Tour but, but yeah. yeah. I, I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> <laughs> or magic, apparently. So. Right. <laughs> so just so you know, Xenagos is not a land. So you cannot give <laughs> that slot. He's everything else. Okay, for my land pick, um, I'm going to go with Mutavault. I see this not only, like, I think it's going to be popular with Merfolk, but um, I don't know. It, it just it has some utility in some other places. So I'm going to go with, uh, with Mutavault. All right, I will go with Scalding Tarn. I think Storm is going to be a surprise contender, <laughs> and Splinter Twin is going to be there. Dustin. Oh, so much of this just seems so cliche, picking stuff like this, right? I mean... Well, if you don't, if you if you want to buy my lunch, that's fine. So, so I don't mind. You don't have to. Are pick we talking anything. like the number one deck, or just in the top eight, or what shows up the most? The most number of copies in the, in top, the top eight. eight. All right. Well, if, since I want lunch, I'm going with Verdant Catacombs. <laughs> okay, now you've got to pick uh, Artifact, dude. We're snake drafting. Am, am I picking this? Yeah, yeah. Birthing Pod. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't get much easier than that. Uh, 
Sorry to do this to you, Cameron, but I'm choosing Aether Vial. Uh, <laughs> seriously, those are the two that I had on my list. Do you want me to throw one um, at you? Yeah, give me one. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously Ravager. Put that down. I've got it. Well, you can write it. But it's going to be Aether Vial. <laughs> uh, All right. So just so you know, Cameron, because I know you don't, Arcbound Ravager is an affinity card. So that's an artifact deck. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. And, and it so, does stay up towards we'll the top. We'll see it at least so. somewhere in the top eight, right? Right. Yeah. It's, it's not yeah, a so, bad So, okay. Enchantment, C- Cameron. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Detention Sphere. I don't know. What? <laughs> uh, that's kind of a controversial pick. But I like where your head's at. Um, I'm going to go with Splinter Twin. Is it, is it the same place as Xenagos is? <laughs> no. I got to pull up that tweet, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Daybreak Ooh. Coronet. Daybreak Coronet. Interesting. All right. You're also picking Planeswalker, Dustin. Picking a Planeswalker. And, and Jace did not get unbanned, right? Jace did not get unbanned. <laughs> That's so sad. Ah, <laughs> oh, picking a Planeswalker. This is, this is kind of rough. Um... Dustin, don't do it. Don't do it? You don't want me to do it? <sighs> you know what? You know what? I'm going to go, like, old school here, and this is not ever going to happen, but I'm going to go with Garuk Wildspeaker. Hmm. So that's not as crazy a, of a pick as you might think. There is a mono green deck right. that, that puts uh, a bunch of Utopia sprawls on a forest. <laughs> right. I'm not kidding. And then untaps it with Garrick Wildspeaker or other untapped methods, right? Nice. Hmm. Um. I'm going to go with, with Domri Raid. I think Zoo's going to be a thing. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, how about Elspeth Knight Errant? Okay. Dude, we'll try I, that. Yeah. I know you were trying, you were thinking about Xenagos there. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying. The other Xenagos. Xenagos 360, right? Right. <laughs> Xenagos Wii U. Um, it's really terrific. Instant camera, what do you got? Lightning bolt. Oh, you monster. That is <laughs> yeah. like the easiest. Yeah, it's the easiest one. Oh, that's funny. Um, Jeez. I'm going to go with Mana Leak. Going with the Mana Leak. I, that was my second choice. Yeah. <sighs> I, I think we got to get rid of some stuff and throw in some Dismember. Dismember? Yeah. I'm not getting okay. lucky right now. <laughs> but you, you never know Some, somebody might do it okay well you have an equally easy sorcery oh oh well that's serum visions all the way alright for me I'm choosing Thoughtseize dang it Uh, just because I went with Detention Sphere, I'll go with Supreme Verdict. Wow. Blue White feels good. Choice. I don't know. I'm feeling good with Blue White, apparently. All right. Cameron, small creature. Don't do it. Uh, oh, God. Uh, uh, how about Wild oh. Coddle? Wild okay. Coddle. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just just so the audience knows, we divided it up into small creature, regular creature. Small creature is two or less, um, and regular creature is obviously three or more. Indeed. Um... Let's see. For me, I am going to go with Delver of Secrets. Delver, yeah. Mm. Good choice. You guys got me really wondering because you guys didn't pick Tarmogoyf. It's really odd to me. It's like, <laughs> are, are you mm-hmm. expecting him not to be played? 
I, I, I'm not going to comment one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just kind of odd. And we know Deathrite Shaman can't be in there, unfortunately. So I'm guessing you're going with Tarmogoyf? Well, not necessarily, because, you know, with the whole Wild Nicodle and Zoo thing going, I mean, if you got Wild Nicodle, you got Kurt Ape, right? I mean, that would make a lot of sense. And You probably also have Tarmogoyf. You probably do also have Tarmogoyf. And Tarmogoyf fits more mm. decks than just Zoo. Yeah, screw it. Tarmogoyf. All right, and then you also get to choose a regular size creature. <sighs> Regular size creature. Yeah, I'm sticking with the Knight of the Reliquary. All right, I am going with v- Vendillion Click. Mm. Thanks a lot, Dave. <laughs> uh, Baneslayer Angel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> This is no see this this is like, awesome. This is awesome cuz cuz Cameron is playing a deck that has Detention Spear, Elspeth Nightmare, Supreme Verdict and Bane Slayer Angel. We all know Murfol cuz this is going to be the entire top 8. So <laughs> I should have just Dude, I totally really did not expect Bane Slayer Angel. That's so crazy. epic. It could do it, you never know. You never know. <laughs> Dude. Oh, wow. All right, Cameron, you ready to become a spike? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so every week, every week, we give Cameron a card, an older format card. Um, this week, <clears throat> there was the Grand Prix, Legacy Grand Prix in Paris, and some of the players were trying to create new versions of Maverick, which is a, a deck I have a, a, a big kind of soft spot for. And uh, so I decided to give you uh, one of the most important weird cards from that deck, Cameron. So what do you what do we got this week? We got Scrib Ranger. Is mm-hmm. that how you pronounce it? Yep, that's mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so we got Scrib Ranger. It is a one and a green. It's a creature and a fairy, and it's a one one. It has flash. It has flying and protection from blue, and it has return a forest you control to its owner's hand. Untap target creature, play this ability only once each turn. Okay, so first and foremost, you have Flash Flying and Untap a creature, which is pretty awesome within this deck. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But actually, I saw something like this when I was playing Legacy a month ago. A guy had a, a Bird of Paradise tapped, so on turn three, was able to tap two land with the Bird of Paradise. Return a land to his hand, untap the Bird of Paradise, play that land again, tap the Bird of Paradise, and he has a five drop on turn three already. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the thing that I've seen that that makes this card kind of insane and bonkers. So you've actually seen this thing happen before. I have, yeah. And I, I've failed I, at life. <laughs> no, no. I but I I have seen this card and um I'm kind of I, I like it. I mean, it does what it does, right? But I'm sure there's like some other things that you could do with it, maybe? I don't know. Always. Uh, yeah, there are some weird things to... I mean, nine times out of ten, you flash it in to untap a Mother of Runes to give something else protection from a color. Um, yeah. You can also untap an either Reliquary to go get a Wasteland, to Wasteland, whatever it is they're doing. There are a bunch of weird applications, but the important thing about Scrib Ranger is... In Legacy, you're not always hitting your land drops the way you are in Standard, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so the ability to return a land and to play it again sometimes is a benefit. Um, not to mention the fact that you could flash them in 
and untap your pain seer to get the inspired mechanic <laughs> to work. Yes. It's like a built-in spring leaf Exactly. Drum. Why didn't we think of this before? <laughs> we just broke modern, dude. That's fantastic. The other reason I wanted to show this card is Dustin keeps telling me he's going to get me a foil scrub ranger. It has yet to I, I know, happen. It's We've been working like on this. like they don't exist. <laughs> We've been working on the, on this for like two years, I know, man. I, know. I, I found you like expensive foils for your Maverick deck, and I cannot find a foil script ranger. I, I don't get yeah. it, man. I don't get it. It's so 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 weird. So let's uh, you know kind of close up shop real quick. I just want to mention, guys, happy twenty fifth episode. Indeed, Woot. that's awesome. I know it feels like longer because before we went on the air, we practiced for like six weeks or something. But, uh, you know, hey, that's 25. Here's to 25 more. You can check us out on our, our normal webpage, spikefeed.com. We're on mtgcast.com and over at brainstormbrewery.com. Also, you can find us on a little thing called iTunes. So let's say, let's live in a world where you want to get a hold of Dustin. Mm. <laughs> what has to happen? I think, I don't know. Find me under a bridge somewhere? Maybe? Do they have to sign up for an account on ChristianMingle.com? They might have to. They might have to. I think the NSA may have something on Dustin. May. But <laughs> I, I don't know. If someone wants to get a hold of Cameron, Cameron, what do they do? At Cameron underscore McCoy. If they want to see the most ridiculous tweets about the future <laughs> of Legacy. I did not say Legacy. <laughs> Uh, and also, you can yell at me at Curtis now. We are the Spike Feed. We'll catch you guys next week. Also, dudes, buddy, this is our twenty-fifth episode. All right, so we can always we can always tack something on. Like, camera can edit something on to the end of the show, right? <laughs>